you really saw me as the enemy for a long time. While they say they want the relationship, they also secretly kind of think she's the enemy. Welcome to Coffee with a Couple Cure, where we share practical tips for your relationship before you finish your first cup. Here's Jay and Lori Pyatt. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Coffee with a Couple Cure. I'm Jay. And I'm Lori. On this episode, um, episode number eight, we're going to be covering step eight from the 12 steps, which we've been covering so far this season. Step eight says, we made a list of all persons we had harmed and we uh, became willing to make amends to them all. Um, Again, as we talked about, you've got steps one through three, which are about um, connecting with God. Steps four through nine are about um, really healing the damage that we've caused. And in those four through nine steps, there's a preparation step and there's an action step. So this step, we made a list. That's a preparation step of persons we had harmed and we became willing to make amends to them all. This step is created from step four. When we, when we do a thorough step four, we'll, we'll identify people who we have harmed. Um, we may have harmed them through resentment. We may have harmed them through envy. Um, we may have harmed them through our direct actions with our addictive behavior. So that's the start of this list. You may identify other people that need to go on this list. Uh, and I'll talk about that here in a second. But like our uh, character defects, where we were entirely ready in this one, we became willing. Becoming willing to make amends means if the opportunity presents itself, we're willing to say to someone who we have harmed, I'm sorry for my behavior, it was wrong, and I would like to make it right. Um, Now, just because I'm willing doesn't mean that that opportunity is going to present itself. Mm -hmm. And there are some cases, which we'll talk about in step nine, there are some cases where making amends can do more harm than good. Mm-hmm. And we're not talking about actually making the amends at this point. It's just right. becoming willing to. Right. Just identifying those those people we had harmed and moving into that place of, of, of apologizing to them, essentially. The becoming willing step uh, is a humbling place because One of the things I realized when I went through a variation of step four was I had harmed people in my life and it was under a misunderstanding of mine and there's nothing that they did wrong. And so really what Mm -hmm. I did was I've held resentments against these people for decades And I can't really say this was a specific thing that they needed to do differently for me not to have that resentment. So for me to ask for forgiveness brings me peace. And and so don't don't misunderstand. Steps eight and nine, while they might fix relationship, 
they're not there for that purpose. They're there for me to find peace with what I've done because I've, I've gone to that person and said, I am sorry for what I did. I, and I've tried to repair the harm. If that person doesn't want to be in relationship with me, that's, that is not what this step is about. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even think that's what any of the 12 steps are about. I agree with you. It, it's, it is about me becoming more mature. It is about me looking at my behavior. Really, it's a program for living that we as addicts did not have, um, either because in active addiction, we simply avoided learning the lessons of life, or before our addiction started, we, we missed out on all of that and, and kind of made our way through as best we could. Um, and the addiction just became an, an outlet for our uh, unhealthy you know, way of living. When we say all persons, uh, I want to encourage you to add um, two people to that list that you may not think of. One of them is yourself. Uh, as addicts, we harmed ourselves, destroying my relationships with people, destroying my um, my working relationships, doing things that have harmed me by my own choices, and and I think under the umbrella of self-harm mm-hmm. there. Do you have anything more on this, Lori? Yeah. When it comes to the part where Jay says, add yourself to the list because you harmed yourself, be really, really, really careful about harping on that fact a whole lot with right. your spouse, especially if there's been betrayal, because... You have to understand you've come across all these years as pretty selfish. Mm-hmm. And if you want to focus on somebody's pain while trying to heal the relationship, you probably want to talk about her pain a heck of a lot more than your own. Right. She'll bring it up. If she, most women have at least a little bit of emotional intelligence, a little bit of relational intelligence, she probably knows your backstory. She can probably tell you more that, yes, you've hurt yourself, probably more than you can. All I'm saying is it's not something you want to talk about a whole lot because, again, it will be bringing the spotlight back to you right. when, if you're going to try to heal broken trust, the spotlight needs to be on her. Right. I agree. The other person that you need to be willing to make amends with is God. Uh, as a Christian, I spit in God's face. My, my actions said, I want your forgiveness, but I don't want you, I don't want to change. And so I was looking for cheap grace. I was looking for, I was looking for tacit permission from God. And in doing so, I, I tread on what he was asking me to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a result of that, there's a place for me to make amends with God. The rest of the list, I think, is pretty easy. Start with parents, um, go to siblings, definitely spouse or spouses, children, children mm-hmm. friends, um, church members. Yeah, friends, church members, people, and, and you'll know. It might be um, past school mates. Um, mm-hmm. 
past friends, that sort of thing. Yeah, ex-girlfriends, ex-boyfriends. Um, uh, it, it may be someone you stole money from. And in some cases, you may not know who the person is that you harmed. Mm -hmm. You just have to be willing to make the amends, just like step four, like step six. We are, uh, and even going back to step two, we um, put ourselves in a place of becoming willing, of becoming entirely ready, of uh, believing, but we're not taking action just yet. And so in this preparation step, you know, go back and look at your step four, look at your step six, see, you know, are there places where my resentments have, have come out on other people? Um, if you're working with a sponsor or a coach, they will help you to, you know, fill this list out. Becoming willing to apologize to someone, especially like the situation that, that I described, um, I was hurt by their actions. I was hurt by the way they, they live their life. But they were simply living life. They were not making a conscious choice to hurt me. In fact, in most cases, they were making a conscious choice to take care of me. But my perception was skewed. And so I have to make amends about how I held them accountable for something that I wouldn't hold myself accountable wow. for, you know, and, and that's challenging. That's, that is the maturity to say, I've, I've held something against you that I wouldn't hold myself accountable for. Hmm. And I'm sorry for that because it's, it's damaged our relationship. One thing I like about the 12 steps is the whole being willing to do something, um, be entirely ready to that sort of thing. And even if you're not at that point on any of these steps that are worded that way, you have to ask yourself, do I eventually want to get there? I might not want to do that right now, but do I want to want to? Do I want my hesitancy to change? And that can be the first step. Mm -hmm. You know, if you get stuck on any of these, instead of throwing it away and, and walking away from, from the process, you can say, I'm not there yet, but I want to be. And so I'm going to work on getting ready to make this list, getting ready to turn my will and, and life over to the care of God, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So just keep that in mind. He can change your want tos. The willingness, right? So humbling yourself with a bunch of people that you know you've hurt, having to spill your guts, having to take ownership of horrible things is horrible in itself. Frightening. Yeah, it's frightening. It, it puts us on the spot. And yet, again, where I'm trying to go with it is I want to find peace for me. I want to let go of all of that resentment, all of that anger, all of whatever it is that I'm holding on to. And I can't do that if I'm not willing to offer, mm -hmm. you know, to, to speak about it, to get it out there. And in doing so, in even being willing to do that, 
I'm beginning to find a place of peace in me that says, I can take ownership of what I've done. I can say that I'm genuinely sorry for what I did. And I can move on with my own life. Even if the other person doesn't forgive me, that's not what I'm seeking. Mm -hmm. I'm seeking my own peace of mind. And again, this, this is much more complicated in marriage relationship than just saying, I'm sorry, and I don't care if she give, forgives me or not. However, I, I am seeking my own, uh, you know, <laughs> repair in the 12-step of, of what I've done as a result of my addiction, and I want to find peace ultimately. Mm-hmm. And so part of that is being willing to, to put all happen. of my ugly secrets out there in the open, to look at all of the things that I um, have as character defects, and then to go to those people that suffered as a result of both of those things. At least be willing to. Yeah, be willing to put myself out there and say, man, I really screwed up. And I can tell you if you're not willing to do that, then that whole, I don't know, dynamic that Jay talked about with blackmail in a previous episode, that can still be there. Just knowing that somebody has something on you, knowing that you've done something so horrible that it's frightening to admit to that person or to try to make amends, that is the whole dynamic. That's the underlying discomfort that causes us to use. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. you can become more free in making this list and in becoming willing to uh, make amends where needed. When it comes to marriage relationships, you really have to be sorry. I mean, we're talking about a process that you really need to be ready to give this stuff up. You know, you really, Mm -hmm. it helps if you've hit rock bottom. Otherwise, it's going to be this, yeah, I hate it, but I also love it. I hate it, I love it. I hate it, I love it. And if you're dragging a, a wife through that process of back and forth, back and forth, you're going to end up making a really bad relationship. You're going to end up really harming her and confusing her and possibly traumatizing her. So you really have to be connected to the fact that you harmed the people on this list, especially Mm. your wife, especially those closest to you. When you talk about resentment, I cannot um, not remember the fact that you really saw me as the enemy for a long time. And a lot of our clients do as well. The mm-hmm. the guys who come into this, while they say they want the relationship, they also secretly kind of think she's the enemy because she's always been the one standing in his way of the porn or whatever the addictive substance is. So, you know, in this context of misperceptions, right? I have a misperception about you that you are my enemy that you're out to ruin my life or whatever. If we do step eight properly, we can apologize. Actually, somewhere in step four or six or somewhere in there, it, it may become clear to us of, oh my gosh, I've had this misperception like my own um, that I'm holding someone accountable for something that they're really, it's all about how I perceive them, not necessarily about what their actions really were. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I want to 
um, spring off of something Laurie said earlier about people holding stuff over your head. Not, it, not really that they're holding it over my head, but my own conscience or in the Christian context, our enemy mm-hmm. um, who accuses us and says, well, you still, got, you still got stuff with that person. And so you're not as clean as you think you are. If I'm not willing to make that amends, or if going back to step six, what I might find in step six is, you know, my addictive behavior was just a cover for something else. Mm -hmm. It was just a cover for this feeling I have toward a person. And so if I'm not willing to give up that feeling toward that person, I may stay either in my current addiction or I might, might find some other new way to act out. out. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I just want to encourage you. You're just making a list. You know, you can write, you don't have to put their name and address and phone number on it so that everybody knows who you've got a gripe with or had a gripe with, but you know, do it in a way so that you know who that person is. So that is step eight, that we made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Um, again, we're, we're just making a list. This, this will be daunting enough without having to do anything more than that. Thank you for joining us on this episode, and we look forward to seeing you next time.